will be exalted by the word of God. All those who make time by pushing away everything else and they give importance, utmost importance to God's word will be provided by the word of God. They will be protected by the word of God. They'll be delivered by the word of God from the hands of the enemy. Whatever the enemy may try to do, the enemy will face utter defeat every single time in the lives of all those who esteem God's word. Esteeming God's word is not just having the Bible and kissing the Bible every time and keeping it in a good place, safe place. Or decorating the Bible and keeping it in your car or keeping the house somewhere or keeping your living room or coffee table where everybody can see. Those are all good things, but reading the Word of God with utmost reverence and giving the time that we need to give to God being in His presence and letting the Spirit of God teach letting the Spirit of God lead will cause us to physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally financially, in every way prosperous man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God the presence of God is here I was in the presence of God for a while before I came to the morning call. And the Spirit of God is moving in our midst. The manna that God gave is called the hidden manna. The manna that God has for all those who overcome is the hidden manna. It's something that's reserved only for those who walk in the path of the cross and overcome walk in the path of the cross and overcome God gives to them the hidden manna something that has been reserved for the overcomers those who overcome just like how Jesus overcame those who overcome receive the hidden treasures that God has in the secret places. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. It is important to understand what God has for us. It is important to understand that with great expectation God has reserved certain things for all those who obey Him. He wants to give it to them. He wants to gladden their hearts. He wants to reward those who diligently seek Him. If God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, why not diligently seek Him? If God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, why not put away everything that crowds the seeking 
after God. If God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him, where is the diligence? Many don't inherit the reward that God has because they don't have the diligence. Diligently seeking after God is not there. They say, I'm seeking after God, but diligently seeking after God. You say integrity in everything you do and say. Is there following hard after God? Is Jesus Christ in front of you? Is Jesus Christ working in you and through you? Is Jesus Christ the focus of everything? It's an important month, February. It's an important month for God and it's an important month for all those who seek Him. God is about to do something new. As we know, every year when God gives a prophecy, the fulfillment of the prophecy begins day one. And it keeps building up. Every month, God keeps adding. And He keeps expounding all the more on what He spoke on the first day of the new year. And all those who are following Him, who are faithful to Him, experience every single month the fulfillment of what God speaks Every single month. God has been faithful. With great expectation, God has glorious things reserved for those who are diligently seeking Him. Going after the blesser. And the blessing that He has in store for us He's so excited about it. He wants to give it. He's looking for those who are diligent. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. What are we after? The things of the world, they grow strangely dim. The eyes the perception, the thinking of all those who have beheld His glory. And also, as the day approaches for every single one of us, every passing day, we have to understand, we're getting closer to our eternal destination. This is not our eternal home. No, we're passing through. As the clock keeps ticking, we know the time that God has given to us is passing by. Every single day we are moving towards eternity. The choices that we make every single day matters. It matters the most. Ultimately, it matters the most. And as we move from one day to another, one month to another, the time that we have to finish what we have to finish gets less. It gets lesser and lesser. And whatever we have, whatever we can do, 
our human strength, our abilities, whatever it is, unless it has the supernatural hand of God, by default, it'll start fading away. Human strength, ability, talent, skills, memory, beauty, status, all those things will begin to fade away. It's not going to matter at all. It's not going to matter at all if it's not in the ways of righteousness. However, if it's in the ways of righteousness, we have the hand of God over everything. Well, it surely matters. Because everything we have and everything we are given over to and it's given over to Christ. We maximize everything that God has given from our bodies to our skills, our talents, our personality. Everything God has given, status, education, whatever God has given, job, vehicles, home, whatever God has given. We use every bit of it to glorify God. All those are converted moment by moment to eternal value. For a righteous person, everything they have, everything they do, moment by moment, there's a conversion that keeps taking place. Eternal conversion that's taking place. Those people are called wise people. For them, the things of the earth, they grow. Not only strangely dim, but they become of no use without God. But whatever God has given to them, whatever they've received from God, they're thankful to God and they maximize all those things to glorify God. How are you living your life? How are you living your life? What is your life about? Some more time God has given to us. Some more time God has graciously given to us so that we can maximize the time God has given to us towards eternity. The blessings God has given to us, why? Why has He given to us? It's an investment. You can choose to invest into eternity, be like those wise doers who multiply their two to four and five to ten. Or we can be like the one guy who had one talent, who just buried it. What are you doing with your time? Are you just living for today? Just eating, getting up, living a monotonous life, 
just doing what you have to do, being earthly minded, going about the things of this world, not about your father's business. If you're just living for the now, as Apostle Paul says, will be the most miserable people if you're just living for the now. We'll be the most foolish people if we're living for the now because every day is passing by, every moment that is passing by. We're losing our grip on this side of eternity. We're fast approaching the other side before we know. Only what we've done for Christ is going to last. With everything that we've given by God. With everything that we've been given by God. From our vehicles to the hair on your head to the way you look to the voice God has given to the hands and feet that God has given. With the vehicle God has given the place where God has given for us to live with whatever skills God has given whatever has been given to us if we don't maximize that if we are concerned about just the things of this world and are not living for God with all that God has given from your hair to your feet whatever you do whether you eat or drink it must be for the glory of God if that is so then you are very wise you have done wisely if that is the case then you know you're not caught up by the affairs of this world the Spirit of God has said in His Word to Apostle Paul that no soldier who really wants to be a soldier can entangle himself with the affairs of this world yes we live in this world what are we here for? how much time do we have here where are we actually going to how much time do we have here have we been given something now we expected of a return for what we've been given if so what are we doing with it what are we doing with it God is speaking to our hearts today. Lord is looking at a church and He's saying, Be wise, be wise, be wise. Redeem your time. Be wise, keep Jesus Christ as the focus of everything. If you keep Him in front of you, He will lead you. He will lead you. Don't be like the heathen.
the people of God whom God loves God says wake up wake up wake up time is slipping away wake up wake up so that you can maximize what God has given within the time that God has given to you once the time is over those of you who have lived wisely will have great joy because everything has been converted to eternal treasures heaven's currency from the hair that God has given to the feet that you have you use it all for Jesus the food that you eat the clothing that you wear you use it all for Jesus we don't live like cats and dogs to sleep and get up and just run around and and do what they do and just die no we have been called with an eternal call with a higher purpose when God created us he created us in his image and he created us in Christ Jesus to inherit all things that he has for us on this side of eternity because what we do on this side of eternity will determine where you're going to be placed in eternity and what role you've been given what role you'll be given to all those who realize that and don't live earthbound I want to say it again as the Holy Spirit wants me to all those who have the understanding of God the understanding of God comes from the fear of God all those who have the true fear of God will have the true understanding of God to really be heaven bound and not earth bound those who are earth bound will become hell bound those who are heaven bound on earth will inherit all that God has for them on this side of eternity and will inherit all that God has for them on the other side of eternity in short God created you God created you with a purpose for you to be more than a conqueror on this side of eternity and based on what you conquer you will be given rule over territories in heaven based on what you conquer and how much you conquer based on how you live on this side of eternity your other side is going to be determined and this is for those who overcome those who don't overcome will not enter in at all God is speaking to our hearts this morning be wise don't live for the things of this world live for Jesus that's the only thing that's going to matter from the body that God has given you to the things that God has given you to the children that, that God has given you to the family that God has given you 
to the furniture that God has given you, to your shoes that God has given you. Use every bit of it to glorify God. Let nothing be tainted by the spirit of this world. Whatever you do, may be mindful of the presence of God and the Spirit of God who lives inside of you. Whatever you wear and wherever you go, you understand the responsibility you have and the weight of it and the joy that comes from it. That you're called to represent the King. You don't belong to this world and this world is not your home. It shouldn't be. It cannot be. There are only two permanent places. One is heaven and hell, not earth. Earth is just a temporary place every human being will pass through. May God help us to understand the gift of time, the gift of health, the gift of intelligence, the gift of talents, the gift of life, the gift of children, the gift of a dwelling place, the gift of the ability to be able to speak, the gift to understand. May the Lord help you to understand that which God has given into your hands. Look at what you have and maximize it. There are many people who have two or five. Instead of looking at the two that God has given and maximizing it to four, they look at someone who has a hundred and say, well, I don't have a hundred. You can have a hundred if you multiply your two. Make it to four. Because every time you multiply, more will be given. But the whole mindset itself, not focusing on what God has given and looking at someone else who has more, is going to keep you away from your inheritance. Because it's a spirit of discontentment. And it takes you away from what you should be doing and it will make you a failure. God is speaking at this hour. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Look at what you have and understand the responsibility that you have. If you have two, you're responsible for two. If you have a hundred, you have you are responsible for a hundred. Those who are diligent will maximize what God has given to them. Whatever you have, it is important to understand what you have and the responsibility of that and the joy that comes from that, that God has given something into my hand so that I can multiply it. The base is given by God. And the skill to multiply it is given by God. 
the means to multiply it is given by God. All things come from God. Multiplying it in itself is our choice and our responsibility. We can either do it or not. We can either do it as a burden or do it with joy. God loves the cheerful giver. The Bible doesn't say God loves the giver, no. God loves the cheerful giver. So your attitude in doing what God wants you to do, God sees that all the time. How you do what God wants you to do. Are you doing it with a cheerful heart? How you treat your body, how you treat your family, how you treat God, how you treat the house of God, how you treat the servants of God, how you treat the food that God has given you, how you treat the clothing that God has given you, how you treat everything that God has given you, God sees all of that. Are you a thankful person? Are you a joyful person? With all that God has given, unless you understand the value of it, you can never enjoy it. Unless you have the value of it, you will not be able to maximize it. Unless you know the value of maximizing it, you will never maximize it. And there are people who will know everything in theory but will not do a thing about it because they are simply being lazy. And the Bible talks about them too. Laziness will clothe a man with rags. What he wants to do with his hands, even the food that he wants to bring to his mouth, because he's so lazy, he can't even bring his hand to his mouth. There are people like that. They know it all in their head, but won't do a thing about it, or sporadically they'll do it. It's not going to do anything. It's important to be on the Lord's side all the time. May they stay hot or cold. And God says, stay hot. You want life? Choose life. Don't choose death. Choose life. God is speaking to our hearts today. As we enter into this new month, we've entered into this new month. We have a whole month in front of us to maximize what God has given to us. To truly become wise to use every moment that God has given for his glory so that every passing day we know that we've done the will of the Father in heaven 12 years old Jesus was about his father's business he never wasted time the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despising its shame Jesus was a man while on the face of the earth who only placed weight on what God said for him to do he was a God pleaser not a man pleaser He was someone 
who lived for God and God alone while he was on the face of the earth. What the Pharisees said, what the Sadducees said, what his brothers said, his sisters said, his own family said, didn't touch him at all. He was a man of character. He had nowhere to lay his head yet. He lived a victorious life. He was a man of sorrow acquainted with grief. And he saw the suffering of humanity. He carried the burden of the lost sheep of Israel way before he went to the cross. A young, short life was offered as a sacrifice so that you and I can maximize what God has given and benefit from what Jesus did on the cross. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. If you maximize your two and just four, you'll be blessed. You become a blessing to the kingdom of God and you are blessed by that. You become a useful servant. If you maximize your five and turn into ten, God will give you more for you to handle. And you take that and you maximize it, your territory will expand. With what God has given the diligence is necessary and wisdom to understand what he has given and to maximize it is necessary for every single believer to have so that every passing moment they have the understanding that I'm getting closer and closer and closer to the finish line every day every day getting closer one more day closer to my end date you have a project you have a set date due date for that project to be completed you have a deadline you have to work towards that if you don't keep your deadline in front and you just take your own sweet time and do all the other stuff and say last minute I'll get it done you'll be put to shame because it just shows utter lack of integrity and despising of what had been given to you. God's word says this, you see a man who is diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before mean men. Those who are diligent they will be valued, their work will be valued, they will be valued. God will value them, God will esteem them. 
Those are called his assets. He will do anything to protect them. He will fight for them. Those are his valuable treasures. And God says, when I return, I'll come back to collect my jewels. Treasures. Are you aware of the call of God that God has placed on your life and are you living to fulfill that? Do you understand that you've been given an assignment? Do you understand that you're called to live for Jesus and fulfill that which God has called you to do? Do you understand that you have a deadline? Do you understand that you have a due date? Do you understand that you have a limited time? Do you understand that you can't do a sloppy job for the king of the universe? Do you understand that you'll be rewarded according to how you return that which has been given to you? Do you understand? God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. She who lives for pleasure is dead while she lives, God says that. Those who live to please God, they are dead while they live. Those who live to please men are dead while they live because at that point they are not living at all. You don't have a life if you live to please men. You can't please men ultimately. Human beings will drain you. Satan will work through them to drain you. The more you try to please, it's never going to be enough. But if you please God, you become a sweet-smelling fragrance to God and also to those around you because His nature will flow through you. You'll become a blessing to those who are worthy of God's blessing. To those who waste your time, you won't have any time for them. God is speaking at this hour. God is speaking at this hour. Use your time wisely. Use your time wisely. As we have completed 31 days in January of 2023, those days, those moments, those hours are never going to come back. What we've done with what God has given to us for Him gone into his eternal book of remembrance everything is calculated everything is converted stored up and it's waiting for us our rewards go before us and they follow us may God give you a deeper understanding The importance of time, the importance of the treasures God has given to you, from your hair to your feet to everything that He has given into your hands. Use it for God. Live for God. 
Don't copy this world, so this world will drag you down. The spirit of this world is from Lucifer. Don't try to copy the culture, it'll drag you down. Because the God of this world is controlling the culture. Have heaven's standard. Let the Spirit of God lead you. Live to please the one who died for you. You will never be disappointed. You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Every time you're diligent, every little thing that you are diligent, every big thing that you are diligent and God will reward you when he sees your consistency a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways I'm diligent today and tomorrow I'm living like the world and I'm diligent the next day and the next several days I'm just like the world well, at that point, your car is broken. At that point, your engine is messed up. You're not going anywhere. At that point, your unit is malfunctioning. high time you fix it says the Lord of hosts fix what you need to fix go to the presence of God take things very seriously and tell the Lord Lord you can mend that which is broken Who can build what you have broken? And so break everything that is not of you for my life, Lord. And build everything that needs to be built of, Lord. Should be a prayer. Praying with faith, knowing that He hears, is necessary to obtain results that will last praying with faith knowing that God is hearing when I pray will bring results from God we need to be on the Lord's side that consistency is necessary in order to be among the wise virgins consistency is necessary God is speaking to our church at this hour God is looking for a deeper walk from this house of God with all that God has poured into this house God is looking for good 
ear. God is looking for a good ear. This house of God should multiply what God has given into our hands and show it to God with great joy. Look, Lord, we've multiplied what you've given into our hands. While we use what God has given to us from our hair to our feet to Every little thing that you have, God has given into your hands. And every big thing you have, God has given into your hands. You need to be using it with great joy for the Lord. Whatever you're doing from your work to your cooking to your eating to your sleeping, need to have this in mind I'm not going to be doing it out of obligation and have a burden and be burdened about it but I'm going to be a cheerful worker a cheerful laborer a cheerful giver only those that cheerfully that means happily do it happy that you've been given an assignment happy that this has been given to me, not as a burden, no, I've got to finish this as a burden. We take what God has given as a burden, and we lose the reward. We may finish the assignment, but that reward won't be there the way it should be. But those who cheerfully do it, God loves such people. You do the work of God with joy. You do whatever you're doing, from your hair to your feet to everything that He has given you. You use it joyfully and cheerfully knowing that you're living for Jesus. That's all meant to glorify God. And that's what you are set to. God sees that. God sees that. God will reward all those who are diligent. And if you're faithful with what God has given, then overflow is bound to happen. He will give more to those who are faithful. God will pour more in the hands of those who are joyfully doing what God has given already. If you're burdened over what God has given, He's not going to add anything. Why should He? He's not going to he doesn't want anyone doing God's work or living for Jesus. It's a burden. He says, I'm not going to give anything. If you can't multiply the two, how is he going to give you five? Because you didn't even show him four. But for those who are cheerfully telling it, God will say, I can expand your territory. You not only brought four to me, but you brought with great joy. Look, Lord! I multiplied this and I made this into four. To those, He will give more. And to those who are grumpy and doing it for duty's sake, God will say, okay, keep your four. And you stay with four. 
Because anything more is a burden. But to those who joyfully use everything that God has given from your hair to your feet to every little thing that God has given and every big thing. When you're mindful of the Lord in all that you do and you live for Him and you joyfully live for Him. Not as a burden but with great joy. God says to such people I'll add more. I'll add more. These are the ones with great joy will say, Give me more, Lord. I'll do more for you. Give me more. Those are the people God is looking for. And there are people who say, Well, give me more, but they won't take care of the two that God has given. God sees your work and He sees your words. Both need to go together. They need to go together. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for speaking to our hearts on this first day of this new month. Lord, you have embedded something very deep and something that is of great value something that's not only important but it's the most important into the spirits of your people you have dropped this truth I pray Spirit of the living God that every single person in this house of God may become wise Whatever we do, let be all done as unto you. Let it all be done as unto you. That your people may be excited about meeting you face to face. May they be excited each day. Thank God I'm getting closer to my destination. Thank God I'm getting closer to my destination. Hallelujah. I pray that your people may live in this world detached from this world attached to heaven. That the love of this world may not be in anyone, Father, and only the love of the Father be found in every single one here. You bless your people, Father, in this month of February. That each one may look at their own life. Never the same way. Totally in the light of truth as God has revealed. Just once more. The truth that you've spoken many times before, but you brought it again today in a different way same truth but you are pressing into us spirits the urgency of time and I pray Father your people understand 
what the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. And I pray, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In every single heart, in every single mind, in every single body, Lord, that everything that you've given to us may be maximized for your glory. That we may live for the one who died for us. That we each may become profitable servants to the maker of heaven and earth. That every single one here may joyfully live their lives for you. For this I ask in Jesus' name and I bless you people, Father. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.